Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, part of the cultural influencers from Christian International and Chantel Cooley Ministries. Here we discuss and share leadership lessons, stories, and experiences to help you move forward in life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast with Culture Influencers and Christian International. This is your co-host, Igor Moraes, and today we have here also your co-host, Chantel. Can you say a quick hello, Chantel? Hello, everyone. It's so good to be with you again. And let me tell you, you're going to totally enjoy our guest today. Very special friend. I just actually met last year, but I really feel like we have a connection, Igor. So it's super exciting to have our guest today. Yeah, we our special guest here today is one, a very good friend of mine. Um, I'm just going to say, even though we've met for <laughs> eight months we had such a great report in our connection he's yeah. a new he's a first time dad actually taking care Yay. of his newborn at home right now it's Marcelo <laughs> Weecher with an amazing background in education and human resources so hello Marcelo thank you for being here with us hello Igor hello Chantel it's my pleasure to be here with you guys uh, speaking in English in this podcast, as I told you before, this is my first time doing uh, such a thing, and I'm very excited about being here, not only because I will be interviewed by these amazing two people, but because this is a great opportunity to learn from the best. So thank you so much. Hello, everyone. It's my pleasure to be here. Oh, we really appreciate it. So first of all, Marcelo, just let, let's get things, let, let's, get, let's get it started. Can you please share with our listeners and our audience a little bit of your background and where you came from and what you're currently doing? Uh, what, what are the projects that you're spearheading right now? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So my name is Marcelo Witcher Martin. I'm from uh, Brazil and I'm 35 years old. And education was a very important and sensitive topic in my house when I was a child. So my father, um, he always, you know, uh, thought me that I, you know, should find my education path in order to grow and to have a successful career. So I enjoy school since I was a kid. Uh, and uh, I had an opportunity to be in a very good, you know, school here when I was uh, a kid and also in a youth. And uh, I went to college when I got like 17 years old, which is um, not common here in Brazil. Like you go straight after your high school to college. And uh, I remember on that time, I was very confused about uh, what, you know, major uh, to choose. And uh, I did like a career, uh, you know, a counseling. And I have to confess to you guys, I didn't like at all. <laughs> the person <laughs> like the professional just did uh, an assessment and said, you should go to uh, law school. Otherwise, you're not going to be happy. And I was like, what? I'm not this person. 
oh, I mean, I like uh, to understand about law, but I don't, you know, I don't see myself working with that. So uh, at the same time, I was very involved in the church. And I remember that I wanted to go to the seminary and to be a pastor. Uh, I was involved in the pastoral ministry uh, with the teens in my church. And I was in love with that, my calling. But my parents said, hey, Marcelo, you, uh, we do not have a church. We are not pastors. So you need to find your professional, uh, you know, career. Otherwise, we're not going to invest in this, you know, ministry to you. And then I was like very disappointed with them. And uh, I remembered I was very uh, confused and I didn't know what to do. And I chose the international relations because I love to speak English. I love different cultures. And uh, I love the university. I love to be uh, in the environment. I did a full-time university program. So I stayed there from, you know, eight in the morning until five in the afternoon every single day. It's different from the United States because some, some students live inside the net on campus. Here in Brazil, we don't live on campus, but we, um, you know, some, and then the most of the, pro, the college programs here are offered uh, in, uh, in the morning or in the afternoon or at night. But in my case, I did a full-time one. And I uh, remember that I was there uh, and I was not like, um, I understood that was an opportunity from the Lord to show people that Christians can be uh, involved with science. That was a, a very, an amazing sight that the Lord gave to me on that time. So all of my, you know, call, uh, classmates, um, were very close to me and uh, they admired me to be a real Christian on that environment. And then after that, um, well, I worked in an international company with the logistics department. And then I came back to school and then I did another bachelor's degree in economics. And then after that, I uh, went to, well, I started working as an international consultant in a rail company here in Brazil. But I did all of these guys. At the same time, I was like pastoring the church. And then pastoring people in the church uh, gave me this uh, people development uh, insight and also opportunity to grow in me, inside me. Uh, and uh, I was like, oh my, I think I should, you know, have done uh, a psychology program because I love to be involved with these people. Like I love to see them grow. And then once I was praying, the Holy Spirit told me, why not? Uh, you study um, international relations and economics. Both are considered here in Brazil, human science. So you understood uh, human somehow in some point. 
And then you have this um, ability to discern culture and behaviors and everything. And then I decided to make the shift in my career. So mm -hmm. I uh, did the career direct, which is uh, an American um, Christian tool to help people to understand who they are and project their future based on their personality, interests, abilities, and values. So I did the, I became like a career direct consultant. It was like 2013. And then I started to do the career consultations. And believe me, there was no uh, digital marketing or even the, the social media was not uh, spread in the terms that we have nowadays. And then I had a lot of clients. Uh, and everywhere I go, I start talking about that and people wanted to do that. So uh, I opened this business in 2016. I had the opportunity to also make another uh, certification in the Gallup Strengths Coaching. So Gallup is an American um, uh, enterprise, consultant enterprise, a very respectful one. And then they launched like some uh, coaching materials based on science, based on research. And then I started uh, talking and working about a career coaching and career consultancy uh, with a career direct and also Gallup finder, you know, uh, methodology. And then uh, I opened like uh, a business to work with that. In 2017, I got married and my wife and I went to United States. We did a master program. I did in the field of uh, strategic global development. And my thesis is about how soft skills can help uh, to uh, make in economic and social development in communities of the third world, you know, countries. So, and also now I'm here in Brazil, working with some projects and this based of uh, teaching soft skills for, you know, public schools in Brazil. We are developing a, a, a pilot and uh, it has been amazing what the Lord is doing through this you know, project. I also have the Individual Academy, my wife and I, where we work with a career consultations, uh, performance, and also mental health. And then that's it. I think I spoke a lot. Sorry. <laughs> that's a, a well-rounded career. Don't you think, Chantel? I do. I, I love it. And of course, you know, I love soft skills. And I think it's it's what I use to coach with too. So that's probably why we really connected. Yeah. We were both using our soft skills when we met each other. Um, I remember when I saw you like speaking at uh, the launching of Bolos do Flav in Sao Paulo. And then I was like listening to you. And then I got connected with the words that you spoke. And I, and I told my wife, hey, this person, I, I don't know. I felt something in the spirit. And then that's why. Yeah. <laughs> It has to be that. That's, yeah. that's so amazing. Um, yeah. I, so, you know, I really feel like uh, learning how to communicate and how to 
understand yourself and your strengths. You know, the devil's against you constantly, but if you, he, he doesn't want you to believe in yourself, period, or your future. And it all ties into this mindset thing. And I got to think in Marcelo that really the devil is not really that smart. He doesn't have many tools to work with, but if he can get you to not believe in yourself, even as an adult, you know, I'm 53 years old. Yes, I do have some of those things come against me where I completely lose all my confidence, even though I've done well in my career and stuff. But as I learned these soft skills and I learned about myself personally, and it's just changed everything where I I know who I am and I can rebound very quickly when the enemy comes against me because yeah. I know what my strengths are. I know what my talents are. So do, do you agree with that? Yes, I totally agree with you. And then I believe that um, I will add something in your, uh, in your argument. I say that uh, sometimes the, the, the enemy of our lives uh, try to convince us that uh, our, you know, strengths or even talents are specifically for one field, like a very tiny, small field. And then I see like, uh, I coach lots of youth people and sometimes they come to me and say, I just want to work in the church environment. And then I was like, but see, pay attention in what, the Lord has been doing in your life since, you know, you were born and then see that his uh, fingerprints in you and then think about it. Do you think that everything you learned, every, you know, programs you attended or even every, you know, um, certifications that you had is just for that? So you need to expand like your mind, let the spirit expand your mind in order for you to believe that you can be like uh, someone from the Lord in different fields, in different environments. Do you know what I mean? So I, I want to see, I'm passionate about to see all of these youth being who they are in every you know field or area in the society in order to for us to be to see the kingdom of the lord being spread all around you know so yeah i want to see them like um respond the god's calling not only in the church environment yeah. and then uh, if sometimes they believe that they're just but some people you know, was born, you know, we're born to be like inside a church, but most of them not. So that's what I'm talking about. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very interesting, Chantal, because you guys are talking about soft skills and uh, and your purpose and things that the enemy trying to convince us. And this all ties like it reminds me of something that you actually told me yesterday that so many of us are wondering, like, what's from our ministry, you know? Well, our ministry is what we have been doing so far in our lives. Like all of the collection of our experiences and our skills and what we've been developing. And um, I, 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 and it's very interesting to me that uh, some people have like this narrow mindedness, thinking that they are just doing the Lord work if they are on ministry or church. Yeah. But that's not the case. You can be as holy as a priest, right? If you're doing 
uh, what God called you to do in different other fields. And especially you, right, Chantel, like you've been in education for 30 years, like 30, 30 yeah. plus years. And you've noticed firsthand the power of education and trans the transformative power of education over people's lives, right? Oh, my goodness. I mean, Columbia Southern University really caters to those that are 35 years old and up. Yes. And people who who didn't have time to finish their degree, they started they started a family, they had to go back to work in the family business. So they were stuck with 20 hours, 50 hours, whatever. And so the online education, we were able to um, grab them where they were. And I'm telling you, adult learners, the, the look, you know, I'm, I'm, I see it from beginning 18, 19 years old, all the way to our age, your age, you're younger than me than in my age in the 50s, that the devil tries to take your confidence and you just don't believe in yourself. But education, it's, it, you know, we offer secular degrees, 42 different programs, I think, something like that. I'm telling you, um, you guys, it brings confidence to people. Yep. When they, they know they can write a paper and actually get it done and they, that fear's gone. I have never seen the power of education where it brings so much confidence. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. I'm going to say just uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Um, I'm and I, I and I'm sure a bunch of our listeners are also like wondering some stuff. And I've heard Chantel talk. Uh, for three years now about how important it is for you to build teams and know like each person's abilities and strong points and weaknesses and build teams around that. And both of you were talking about soft skills, right? So I don't know if, if you want to answer that, Marcelo, can you explain to us a little bit, what are those soft skills? Yeah, good. Very good question, Igor. So, um, well, something that I researched when I was in a master's degree in the United States, um, thinking of like a career planning is something like this. It's important for us to plan our career thinking in three pillars. One is the soft skill, the other one is hard skill, and the other one is the... Um, uh, self-knowledge about yourself. So soft skills are behavior skills, right? So um, here in Brazil, it, I remember when I was uh, like finishing, you know, my economic uh, economics graduation, like my, sorry, my bachelor's degree. And then uh, I was like, you know, participating in some trainee programs. And uh, I remember on that time, the human resources uh, the, uh, department from the companies wanted the candidates to be, you know, uh, good in math, good uh, in uh, uh, public speaking, good in presentations, good in English, good in Spanish, good in a lot of things, right? So this is like... Uh, you know, profile, guys, that does not exist, right? So, you know, you cannot have all of the soft skills, all of the hard skills, and then uh, 
um, you have like a, a high self-knowledge about, you know, yourself. So now uh, it's important for you to think about like some patterns that you have in terms of thinking, feeling and behavior and, and behaving. And then think about how can you develop that? So this is soft skill, behavior, you know, skills. But when you think about hard skills, uh, we are talking about some you know techniques that you you need to be you know you know you need to know and that's a very good question for nowadays uh sometimes people um think about only the soft skills because we we see it as a lot on the news we need to develop your soft skills that's the appeal for nowadays but sometimes we forget about the hard skills so if you're listening to us it's important to have both I know the United Nations a report about the future of the job, the job said that uh, you need to know soft skills. I understand and I agree, but it's important for us to know deeper some fields of the science, to know some techniques. Uh, this is important for uh, building something strong for nowadays. So, hard skills. Hard skills are related to your bachelor's degree, your certificates. This is hard skill. And then, um, so self-knowledge for me is an holistic approach about who you are. It's a process, right, guys? It's not uh, something that, oh, now I know about myself. This is not true at all. You have a, a lot of complexities inside us you know, and then uh, it's not easy at all to, to, to know how to discern. The question is, are you in this process? For example, you can have the, the, the therapy approach of that, which means that you see your therapist, you talk about your past, your crisis, your pain. This is the, you know, the approach the, the therapist approach, or you can have this a behavior approach thinking about the future, which, which is a coaching, mentoring process. Do you have a mentor? Do you have someone who has more experience than you in order to give you insights about who you are and uh, uh, what is the future uh, could be based on who you are? So mentoring, coaching, or even, you know, um, if you like uh, have this, um, what education, like the, your bachelor's degree or certificate, uh, what are the insights of joining these programs gave to you? So all of this is self-knowledge or even what you guys like to do in your free time. I always ask this question for my, you know, uh, clients, especially the ones who are, um, you know, changing careers. And then they always say, oh, uh, on my free time, I don't know. I don't know what I like. And I was like, that is the problem of your lack of creative. Your creativity doesn't flow if you do not like have experiences outside of, of the box. You need to live a life outside of your work environment in order for you to more to be more creative. So, and then uh, that's something related to self-knowledge. So for example, do you like sports? Do you like traveling? What do you like to do in your free time? 
what do you like to do if you are not earn or make any kind of money to that? It's something related to purpose thing as well. So for example, um, this project that I'm you know, leading in a public school in Brazil, I'm not making a dime for that, but I know that what I'm doing over there I'm being who I am. I'm, I'm fully of the Lord because Lord designed me in this way. And then when I'm doing something that I like, I'm connecting to the Lord. So this is transcending part of the career development and self-knowledge that I would like to highlight as well. So do you cultivate your faith? Because when you go to the church, when you have this environment of spiritual friendship, you always grow. You always grow in knowledge of who you are because God created you to be who you are. So, yeah, I believe in these three pillars of that. Yeah, that I don't know if I answer your question. Yeah, but... no, absolutely. That uh, it was a very good answer. And Chantel, um, I would really appreciate if you could add because, like, knowing you firsthand, and um, I know you are one of the main responsibles for the culture at Columbia Southern University Great. that you pretty much spearheaded at while you were actively working there. And um, I'm, I'm just wondering if you, could, if you could share with us how important it is for people to know their, so their soft skills. And uh, when, like, when you're building teams, how important it is for you to know people's strength to build the teams that you're setting up uh, to projects, successes, etc. You're muted. <laughs> Sorry about that. Thank you, Igor, for the question. Um, yeah, I had so much fun doing, uh, you know, working, but I really had a lot of fun um, creating the culture, the atmosphere for people to work in. And my family said, you need to do this. And so that was part of my job. It really fulfilled me. And I learned a lot about people and what makes them tick, that they need to come to work uh, and want to come to work. You have to create it. The employer really has to go out of their way to create this environment because, um, you know, if you don't, then it's just like a job that you just kind of don't want to give. You, you really won't give 100% because you don't really want to be there. So what I did, one, just one thing real quick is uh, we had fun days. And yes, we're adults. We work hard and we play hard. So we would, we would um, shut down the university from around nine o'clock, phones, everything. And we would just have a day of like, volleyball and and crazy eating games and we got everybody involved they would create their own um their department would create their own like booth for uh, for for employees to go to and they'd play games in the booth and what my my um idea uh igor marcella was if i can get people to connect on in this environment, no work, but friendship, when you're running together and you're doing a relay and you have to do something together and then you win together, well, you've just created this entire different level of friendship that now 
goes into the workplace and yep. it now becomes fun. You, your heart is in it and you like being because you had fun with this person uh, and your teammates within your own department. So that created such a great culture that 25 years later, people still talk about it. They still love those days, even though COVID's come, it's kind of shut it down. But for that period and that season, it caused people to not want to leave our university. They had offers from other places that probably paid them more. Some left, some stayed, some came back and said, I don't like this. Um, I, I, I'll take a cut and pay. I want to be in this atmosphere. So it just shows you. And we had, because we created such a great atmosphere in our company, yes, we, yes, we lost money that day we shut it down, but it was worth it because people are worth it. You have to look at people first, then the task, but you have to have the people to do the task. And so if they're not healthy, mentally, spiritually, then they're not going to do a good job. So we looked at it like that. It was proven to be very successful for us. And the there was there's so many people in our university that have been there over 20 years, over 10 years, over 15 years. That's rare in a company in the United States, for sure. And it yep. probably is global. So yeah. I, I hope that answers your question, because I love talking about yeah, that. And I do. And I do love when you say, like, I, I remember hearing you speaking about that before. And you said that, like, if you if you if you if you're shutting operations from like nine to six just to give a fun day to the employees, that comes at a cost, right? Mm -hmm. But it was still worth it for the university, oh, correct? I, you have to do that. You have to create a great culture and an atmosphere for your staff to live in. They they stay there from eight. To what? Well, in the United States, it's usually eight to five. But now we have another whole dynamic. It's COVID and yeah. people are not working at the office anymore. So, man, I don't live in that world completely. Of course, I have Igor's VP of Chantel Cooley Ministries and I have other staff. But I think the key now is, boy, uh, yep. you really, really got to kick the communication in gear and you got to create you got to, when you get on Zoom, whatever you use, Ring Central, whatever, you really need to create an environment that it feels like you're there with them. Yep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and it's going to be a little extra. Boy, uh, Marcelo and Igor, that really pulls in the soft skills. Because yep. if you don't like to talk and you're more of an introvert, um, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to find a balance for your employees because some of them don't want to come on the screen because it's stressful to them, but they're going to have to, at some point, it, uh, it's like a balance because, you know, you don't want to stress people out because they may not want to be seen, but you've got to do something. Yeah. 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 It's, it's truly a shift that we're seeing in the workplace. And it's very interesting because like both of you, I know you come from a very strong education um, um, you know, background. And it's very interesting, right, Chantel, because Marcelo, the last guest that we had in our podcast was Pastor Solomon, and he was sharing with us about, uh, uh, about the, uh, how God is going to move powerfully in the academia the next coming, the next years, you wow. know, and That's we're awesome. really, we're really believing that, um, you know, you, you've, you've mentioned that, people when you were you when you were doing your degree that people were uh they they appreciated you for your you know christian mm -hmm. way of life 
And this is something rare. This is not something that, you know, it's um, that it's everywhere. Let's just say like this. And um, we are here believing that in the next few years, we're going to see uh, the Christian way of life being more appreciated in the yeah. campuses and academia and, you know, in the studies and, and things like that. And um, I know we have, I don't have, I know that we, we could stay here talking for so much longer. Um, but I would really like Marcelo, if you want to share to our follow our listeners, what do you think God is about to do? Uh, uh, like, especially in 2022, like, what are you noticing that God has been up to uh, with, I know you, you, you have your business, you have your initiatives, and there's like a global, a global trend of sorts of what God is doing, I suppose. So uh, when it comes to education and career development and, you know, self-development, what do you think God is going to do collectively for, for us this, this coming years? Well, this is a very amazing and intelligent question. <laughs> and then uh, it's important to discern what God is uh, speaking about, you know, or speaking to a generation. And it's interesting because what God does here in Brazil is what God is doing in America or even in Europe or even in Asia. I mean, God is a creative being. So he does in different ways, uh, spectacular in different ways. But the thing is the message is not different. So, because we are connected in this God's history. And then we are part of what God is doing, has been doing actually, since the beginning of the world until the end of the day. So this is something that uh, I think affirm our identity. And then it's important to be connected. Connect if you speak different languages and then you're listening to us, my suggestion for you is be connect with people all around the world, especially in the, have this, you know, Christian talk. This is important of, uh, to make this message alive inside us. So, um, and then uh, responding your uh, question, Igor, I believe that um, it's time for us to, um, you know, to, show who God is or who Jesus is because uh, for non-believers, you know, it's time for us to be involved for that, with that. So my first, my first uh, talk or my first, uh, I, I address something for the youth. So if you are, you know, um, looking for, um, a bachelor degrees, a certificate, and you were a strong Christian, and sometimes you don't know what to do because you want to serve the Lord, but you don't know how, and then uh, uh, what I'm going to do. So if you are in this situation and you are listening to us, I believe that don't be afraid to choose something and then speak the God's language for this something that you will choose you know like bring the god's value for business administration for medicine for you know um 
history or even literature brings the bring the god's values for you know all of that speak the god's word for that you know it's something related uh, uh, the, the picture that i see and i am this picture guy i like to picture in my mind some images about that this is my artistic part of my who who am i and then uh, i see like um an elastic mindset. So I see like the Lord is like giving us this elastic mindset because see, we're not, the, the God's values not change. We know that, right? But the language that we talk to the people can, can, can be changed. So, um, and then if you were not involved in these areas, in these fields, who are going to be, who are going to bring the word of the Lord, the values of the Lord, the hope of the Lord. So it's something that um, uh, the COVID-19, um, you know, get from us was this, the hope of the Lord, you know? So um, we, you, we see lots of people dying and then we ask, sometimes inside us, where is the Lord? What, uh, what the Lord is doing? And then the Lord is doing a lot. And then we have this. This is a treasure that we have. We all have. And then we need to share this treasure with people. So our lives is not finishing here. So, okay, we're praying for healing. We're praying for the scientists that the God, you know, um, gives scientists some wisdom in order to find the cure. That's okay. But I'm not afraid of dying because I know that this is not the end. This is not the end. And then this is the hope of the Lord for lots of people. And then um, this is the hope uh, this is the message of the Lord. This redemption message needs to be shared. So if you're listening to us, get involved with uh, some areas of the science. Don't be afraid. Um, don't be afraid to lose your faith. Instead, go through it and then try to find the God's language for that field, okay? And then uh, don't be afraid to, if you are an entrepreneur or even... If you are working with non-believers, don't be afraid to be close to these people because your life is the Bible that they read. So if you are in full of God's value and God's relationship, you are going to show them in your words, in your actions, in your thoughts, in your ideas, and then um, you are going to see this amazing transformation of the Lord. People are going to seal you hope. You know, something that I remember when I was in college, and then that thing happened, like, I think five or seven years after my graduation. So one of my friends, a Catholic friend, invited me to celebrate her wedding. So imagine, she, you know, comes from a very traditional family in my city. She has like a lot of friendship with the priests, you know, in her community. And then when she 
decided to get married, she invited me. And then I asked her, why me? Why Marcelo? And then she said, uh, because I lived four years of my life close by you. And I saw that the most of the words you said you lived. So it's not related to how much you know about the Bible. Of course, we need, we need to be responsible for that. We need to, if we, we, if we say that we love the Lord, we need to know the history of this Lord. We need to get involved with his word. But it's about the way that we show our Christianity to people. So don't be afraid. Go ahead. Make business with non-Christians. They need to see that there is a way of doing business, a different way, you know, especially here in the third world, world countries, we see a lot of corruption. And then sometimes we get, we, we get you know, uh, frustrated about it. Igor knows this a lot because he comes from Brazil and then he knows what I'm talking about. And then I, I had this a thought at the beginning of this week and then I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to remain here in Brazil because just the corruption like survives. And then if you see, if you read the, the, the Psalms, you're going to see that there is like a David prayer about it. Like I see on the non-believers prospering, where are you, Lord? But the Lord is right away, you know, uh, it's right away, it's next us, like helping us, leading us to be involved with these people in order to show them how to make the business, in order to show them how to make medicine, you know, like to be a doctor, a medical doctor, to know them how to, to teach literature or even history or geography. The Lord is with us, uh, you know, and then the people, uh, the world, your world, who are around you, is going to have the possibility to know the Lord if you get involved with them. So this is the, the two things that I say. Don't be afraid. So don't be afraid is the message. Don't be afraid to uh, be uh, involved with science. Don't be afraid to be involved with Christian and let your talents flow, flourish. You know, let the living water Living water is inside you, like, you know, comes, you know, comes to us and then expand to all around. So that's is what I have in my heart. Would you like to add something to that, Chantel? <clears throat> oh, well, I just that it, amazing. We really appreciate what you're you're bringing in. It's so good and it's yeah. to the point and it's I think it's an area that needs to be talked about more. And um, it's just, I don't know, this is my heart is what you've been talking about. So I, I love it. I know these listeners that are listening, I know this is very unique. And I think that you're going to really get a lot out of it. Definitely send this podcast to maybe your grandchildren that are in college or in high school. They need to hear from Marcelo because this is his area. He is point on. He's anointed in this as he speaks. It just kind of, uh, it makes everything, uh, Igor, when he, Marcelo talks, makes you uh, understand everything much simpler. It's like he has, you have an anointing with your words on how to even explain this to start with Marcelo. It's a great job. 
Oh, thank you, thank you. And then um, I'm very, um, I'm very glad to talk about that because at the beginning of last year, the Lord told me that He was restoring my pastoral ministry, and then I thought it was like inside the church, and then the Lord said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, it's not about that." It's about the opportunity. You're going to pastor people. And these people, you're not, uh, uh, they're going to be called clients to you. And then that's what what has, you know, happened, uh, has been happening since last year. I see all of these people come to me and then uh, non-believers and then they uh, ask me, so, why you are not boring? Why the Christians that I know are very boring? And then you enjoy life. And then I always say, so the first miracle of Jesus was a party. So Jesus loves party. He loves partying. So, and then he has the best uh, to give to us. The best joy is to the end. So Jesus liked parties, like uh, to be around of different, you know, diverse people. And then Jesus has such a joy that you cannot find anywhere else. So uh, I think this is the third message. Don't be afraid and don't be boring. It's not, the Christian life is not about a boring life, right? It's about being real, being who you are. And then it's not about to be perfect, but it's responsible for your spiritual developing through the ages, through the years. So don't be boring. Don't be boring with your family. Uh, sometimes we, we, we don't have like believers in our family. And then we go in some, you know, event, and then we were like isolate from the others. No, be in touch. Being close, show them that you are not living a boring life at all. Because remember, this is lifestyle that people, well, people talk about lifestyle a lot. And then they're not, uh, they're not going to be close to you if you have this isolation lifestyle. But if you have this, um, you know, involving or even, you know, inclusion, if you include people in your, in your life, you're going to see amazing things, uh, extraordinary uh, doing, like being done in the ordinary, you know, that's the point. Mm -hmm. So that's it. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Marcelo, can you share with our listeners, uh, how they can get in touch with you? How can they find you on social media, Instagram, or whatever you want to push out? Of course, of Please. course. And then that, that's very good because now I am uh, committing myself to to write and then to post a lot of things in English. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, guys, you can find me on social media like Instagram, Marcelo W. Uh, Martin and um, Marcelo with one L because Americans like to write my name with double L, but Marcelo with one L only and then W and then Martin M A R T I N. So yeah, this is my uh, uh, personal profile on Instagram and on uh, Twitter as well. And now so 
on uh, uh, Facebook too. So you can find me as that. Or even if you type Marcelo Witcher, the blue I-C-H-E-R, you're going to find me too. Um, I have a website, MarcelloWitcher.com. So there you can find also my email address or even my WhatsApp. You can message me. And then uh, it's going to be my pleasure to talk to you. I had a lot of clients when I was living in America. Um, people from, uh, you know, Spanish background or people from America too. I had this amazing opportunity to perform, you know, career consultations and coaching with uh, uh, foreigners. So it's going to be awesome. If you are not like, I'm an so I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the season of doing anything like that. And then I'm not like, uh, you know, I don't have money for now to invest. Don't worry. Be in touch with me. Just write me. It's going to be yes. my pleasure to answer you. That's it. It's all about relationships. And of course, yes. you can find more information about the podcast on christianinternational.com under Culture Influencers tab. Uh, we have so many great things planned for this year. Uh, stay tuned for the virtual conference that we're you know, it's gearing up in July and you can always write to Chantel. Uh, the email is info at chantelcooley.com and you can also find her Instagram, her ministry Instagram, which is at Chantel Cooley Ministries and her personal one, uh, mostly with Brazilian uh, content, which is uh, Chantel Cooley, chantel.cooley. So thank you so much, Marcelo, for your time. Chantal, is there anything else you would like to add before I wrap this up? It's been amazing. Thank you, Marcelo. You're my pleasure. We really amazing. appreciate you, Marcelo. We really appreciate you listening to us too. We pray and bless your week. Uh, if you're Amen. doing your chores, if you're on the way to your work, whatever you're doing right now, we just pray for a Holy Spirit visitation in your life right now. Amen. Thank you for following us here. Amen. Um, so let me uh, let me just um, tell something. If you well, are well, listening well. this, and then you contact me through email or WhatsApp or whatever, I'm gonna send you like some English materials that I have. Oh. I have a yeah, you, know, you know, I have a very interesting ebook called Work and Business. I can definitely share with you and even uh, on uh, 11 step to lay off an action plan for your career and your future. Oh, so if you contact amazing. me, uh, it's going to be my pleasure to share, to share with you all of this material. Yeah, so there you go, guys. Some freebies for y'all. Make sure you get in touch with Marcelo. And it was an honor. Bye. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. You too. See you.